We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It says, what about Alex Gordon? Does that change your stance on a Perez trade from the text line? And I'm wondering what that means. Uh, Alex Gordon and Salvador Perez aren't in the same sentence when it comes to baseball players. Alex Gordon was a really nice baseball player. Salvador Perez is a Hall of Famer. Now, the, uh, the contract it, that they paid Alex Gordon was overspending, but, I mean, that's the you, World Series you paid. You paid for past performance. Right. We see that all the time in sports. It happens daily in sports. You pay for the past. Yeah. At, some, that, point, at some point, though, yeah, you may say you're declining production with with. Uh, I mean, I'm not getting into another signs. long. This is it for me with yeah. Salvi. Oh, I'm not yeah, getting yeah, into yeah, another yeah, contract yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. Salvi. No. No, that's, that's where I'm at. But I'm, I'm firmly team team keep him if he's bought in the only thing that would change it is a again a granky situation a tony gonzalez situation mm-hmm. where it's like i i appreciate where you guys are doing right. but I'm, out. I'm out i'm done I'm, this is beyond me right aside from that i'm in even if it's bad money at the end yeah i'm in because i think it i think it does matter it does it does the more i, I think about it and, and and you know ponder what we're doing here in kansas city with this baseball team i think it's important to have a legacy player for this generation and i think salvador perez is that guy i love this headline i don't necessarily agree with it but someone has already made the worst bet of the 2023 nfl season and it has zero chance of coming through <laughs> like what are you well, who are you to tell somebody it's a bad yeah, bet? Yeah, you don't know that. A fan placed a bet on Kenny Galladay winning the MVP award. Right. At plus 100000 For $2. It was 2 bucks. It's 2 bucks. What if it comes through? Right. It's $2. I just bet Brady Singer to win the Cy Young Award. Now, do I think he's going to win it today? No, but do I think he's got the mindset of what it takes to win a Cy Young Award? You bet I do. I mean, you heard that stuff with Vern. He's he's a competitive son of a gun. You know? Now you could say it's a wasted two dollar bet because it's a wide receiver trying to win MVP. It's terrible. Yeah, right. The wide receiver is okay? never going to win an that's, MVP. It's terrible. It's more the structure of the award than than it being a terrible bet. But right now, if, if the guy put a hundred or two hundred bucks on it, I'd be like, "That's a really stupid bet." Two dollars? I don't find that to be terrible. Do you? No, no, it's two dollars. I like I like those kind of things. What? Yeah. And then you could laugh about it and say, "Hey, I had a two dollar bet on Kenny Galladay," and be fine with it. Right. It's, it's again, like you it's broke the bank. Two dollars, and by chance it comes through. You're singing all the way to the I bank. Feel like there are far worse bets than that. I do too. I do, too. I don't think that's the worst bet of the NFL season. Betting on the Broncos to be any good would be a worse bet than that. Betting on the Raiders to be above 500 would be a worse bet than that. Betting on the Chargers to not screw the playoffs up would be a worse bet than that. No, I don't think that's a bad bet. I think that's a fun bet. I think that's a fun bet that probably won't happen, but did that guy get his $2 of entertainment already out of that bet? You bet he did. You bet he did. So yesterday we discussed this a little bit. It was a report out of Boston. Now pro football talk is kind of in on it as well. You mentioned uh, his former head coach also may be in on it as well. Yeah. 
Don't be so sure Tom Brady won't be back. I uh, know. This he, upcoming season. He may be back, back again, right? And someone was mad at me earlier when we did the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, start, bench, or cut. Mm-hmm. And I, I cut Brady. They're like, you're just asking for it. He's coming to the AFC West. No, he'd be stupid <laughs> like, maybe, to do that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's a Raider. I don't right. know. But pro football talk thinks that Mahomes winning could also be pushing Brady to come back. I know, because right Ego. now he is the GOAT with the seven championships. Ego. But then there's a lot of talk now about Mahomes and how he's entered the fray. Right. And could that be enough to bring Brady back for another season? Well, he, here, here's what Pro Football Talk wrote so and made me go, oh, God, I totally am buying into this. He says, Mike Florio, quote, maybe he won't unretire for a second time. The point is that no matter how he feels now, no one knows, including him, how he'll feel later, especially if the 49ers become persistent in their efforts to bring Brady home. And even if Brady realizes that, with Patrick Mahomes possibly ready to make a run at seven, it could be wise to try to get number eight. And I read that. I'm like, yeah, that's got Tom Brady written all over it, doesn't it? Like the ego of seeing Patrick Mahomes this quickly start to nip at his heels and everybody now saying that Patrick Mahomes is going to pass Tom Brady. You know that fire fuels Tom Brady inside that belly. He may try to come back for one more run at it to get another one to make it even more impossible for Patrick Mahomes to chase him down, which I think he'll do regardless. But I I just think it's hysterical that, that Tom Brady could be sitting there going, son of a gun, Mahomes has got Maybe two. Maybe I do need eight. I got to get more. I got to get back out there. Let me play. Let me play. I got to get out there, folks. I need to play. And then his coach from the last couple of seasons down in Tampa, Bruce Arian, said, well, we didn't really get to see the real Tom Brady this past season. His, his mind was elsewhere, basically, is what he said, and which is true. I mean, he was going through a divorce and all that kind of stuff. So maybe Tom Brady looks at last year and says, I can't go out on that note. I didn't feel fulfilled. But he had 4,700 yards passing last year. I've said I'm all for the rumors, and I'm all for what I, I I did believe the retirement this time. So, but I'm all for the rumors too. I saw a headline that he said something to, to the effect of Tom Brady's second annual retirement. <laughs> but at some point, you kind of stop doing it, right? Like, was it Manny Pacquiao retired a bunch of times boxing? Uh, Do boxers really retire? Or just I take a long time between fights? Yeah, I know, but they they, they seemingly retire all the time. You can't be you can't you can't keep pulling the same. The same bit, right? No, eventually people just start rolling their eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think people were rolling their eyes a little bit when he made the announcement this time. I bought it, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm all for the I'm all for the rumors, though. Come on back, right? Uh, I don't know why I didn't hear of this story before. I'm I'm kind of disappointed I didn't. I'm also wanting the more to the story of it as well. It involves Chad Ochocinco, the uh, the one time. Uh, sporting KC practice player <laughs> and also member of the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. He was on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast, the uh, Club Shay Shay, which I know you guys love mm-hmm. when I say that. Love Club Shay Shay. Say it again. When I get to say Club Shay Shay, you guys get a little chuckle out of it, and that's fine. He says he spent his first two years of his career in Cincinnati Living in the stadium. I, I, I've seen this story before. Like like Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, apparently. 
you mentioned earlier about your spending and like you're very fiscally responsible. You responsible. Cheap. You're very conscious of Cheap. what you spend spend it on mm -hmm. and how much you're spending. Mm -hmm. Have you always been like that? Always. You got to remember, I stayed at the stadium the first two years. Right. I ain't want to spend no money. Right. Uh, what's the point? Why? Why, you, why, it, why huh? you? Why are you telling Marvin? Marvin gonna come third year. Why are you telling me go rent a house, go buy a house, go rent a condo when everything I need is right here in the facility at Paul Brown? Right. Showers, cafeteria, TV. Couch, gaming system. What's the <laughs> point? What's the point? And I was so locked in. It really, it wasn't about having my own space and having women come. What about the dating life? How you gonna bring somebody? For what? I'm locked in. I'm a rookie. Okay. I ain't got time. Date, date for what? Date for what? I, I needed that one year lock in, catch the rhythm. My second year, I caught the rhythm. Okay. I caught the rhythm of the game. Right. I felt like, okay, I got it now. Because I think I, I think a third year, I came and I did a, a sit down with you in your place. Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, okay, I got it now. Mm -hmm. I, I was good. And that's when Marvin came in and also said, now it's time for you to be spread responsible, your your spread your wings, get your own place. So right. listen, I moved right down the street. One little place. I'll never forget. <laughs> one little bedroom. Dude, Lewis I think that said, guy should talk to every professional athlete in any sport and tell them how to do things th that way. But Marvin Lewis finally said, uh, son, it's time to move out of my basement. Yeah, you can't live here anymore. He's living at the stadium. This is a stadium, sir. But it's a it's brilliant, though. I mean, so it's like slept on a couch somewhere and they played where's 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 Chad? It was Chad Johnson at that point. Yeah. right? Where's Chad Johnson living to, today? Yeah. And he just never, he just never left the facility. <laughs> it's great. It, I mean, look, he saved his money. Is he the one who also talked about having the, the fake earrings as the diamond earrings? Like it yes. wasn't real. Was he? Was Chad? Like I love Chad. Wore Johnson. fake jewelry at all yeah. times. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's gonna, smart. He's got all his money. He's yeah. smart because you know, as much money as you make, that money goes quick. We see a lot of athletes, Josh, end up broke. A lot of athletes end up in bankruptcy. A lot of athletes don't have any money left after they have played because they spend it so foolishly. Chad Johnson's the smart one in all this. Who cares? At 22 years old, you're living in a stadium. So what? That's kind of cool. Yeah, you got people out there buying tanks, and he was buying fake jewelry right. and, and saving money saving on Spirit Saving money on everything. It's Spirit Airlines and McDonald's. Like, I, I think it's brilliant. And, and you know, I tr I'm a miser. I'm not going to lie. I try to, you know, as I would just find it weird that save a dollar. Every time I came in the building, he's there. You think he's working hard? It's like Binkley, you know, like go yeah, home true. at some yeah, point. Right. You know, That's a good point. Yeah, like come in, come in at random times, and like would Binkley would be sitting here, like, yeah, go home. I would Chad Johnson would be the same thing, like, like I'm gonna go home. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm just gonna hang here. Okay, you're what? Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I just curl up in a corner over here somewhere. I don't right. really have an official room or anything. I just, you know, all the stuff's here. I'll just hang out. Right. So, until you guys get back here in the morning. I mean, you're there all day. You're going through all that stuff. I mean, why drive home? He was in the playbook. Saving I money guess. on gas. Didn't have to buy a car. I guess if the team was okay. It just feels like, did you ask anybody? Or did you just, I think, you, I think that's one of those you just do. You just stay, and then they're like, and if they where notice, are you living? I'm yeah. like, here. What's your address? One Paul Brown way. No, no, no. Where's your home? No, right here. Not I'm here. Living no, in the I have not signed a lease to anything. Nothing. Smart. I'm staying here. I mean, it's rent. You're just throwing that money away, right? You're not getting he anything lived back out of that. He lived in his parents' basement. Good for him, man. I love it. I love Chad Johnson. He's fantastic on Twitter. Tells everybody he loves him. I mean, the guy's great. And he should speak to every professional team about handling their money. Hey, I'm Chad Johnson. Just stay at the stadium. Just live at the stadium. Just Eat McDonald's. Pretend like you're on the, Airlines. on the place. No one will even say anything. They won't even send you home. Take them like three years to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. Just stay in the stadium. And you and you can have great parties too. If everybody's living in the stadium together, that's like a that's like a you know big dorm fraternity house type thing. You could have some keggers. 
Who wouldn't want to go to a kegger at the stadium? I'm just amazed. I haven't, I, I don't know. I didn't heard this story before. Oh, I, it's starting to come out. I, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. I feel like where he was saying, yeah, I, I used to live at the stadium. I had fake jewelry and all this kind of stuff. It's great. But why didn't we hear about it back? I mean, his first two years were quite a long time ago now. Yeah. Well, I don't think we had the media back then. Like Chad just, Johnson lives in the stadium. Yeah. And it's not like that. There's an apartment like that arrowhead. Right. Like the, the hunts. Or maybe there is. I don't know. Maybe I don't they know. do. Maybe, I, maybe he found one. Maybe, yeah. I know. <laughs> it feels like to me, I'm just envisioning him. He's kind of like your, that, you know, the buddy that ends up on your couch. And he was just the buddy that ended up on the couch. It happened to be the stadium. Right. Every once in a while, they come in and he's, he's laying there. Like, what are you doing? Why well, live here? I haven't gone home yet. Who's the most famous person to sleep Jeez. on your couch? I, don't, I doubt there you, is. Do you have anybody? anybody? Mine's famous. Bob Davis. I'll always tell that story. Mm, Poor guy good. was having to drive to Lawrence after Royals games and working here at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, just sleep on the couch, Bob. And he did. And he mm. said, good! Walked in and said, swish! Very quiet. Our college couches were kind of gross. So This was in college. This was right after. Which I guess there still was a college couch, though. Yeah. <laughs> My roommates really at time were like, is that Bob Davis sleeping on our couch? I'm like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Uh, it's good to know that every employer is really just the same, including the NFL. Next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're hoping to be joined by uh, Bobby Witt. Junior. Senior? Oh, oh junior. Coming up in uh, maybe about 10 minutes. 
So we'll check in with him from uh, Arizona coming up in just a few minutes. I asked who's the most famous person to ever slept on your couch. We got a good one from the text line from the 913. Paul Rudd slept on my couch in college at KU for about a week before he dropped out, went to New York for theater training. I think it worked, I out, think out, think it worked right. out all right yeah, for him. Yeah, I think he made right. the right decision on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I could have stayed on your couch. Right. Or I'll move on. Right. He moved on. He moved on. Yeah. And made the right call. Now, you should add to the story, texter, and say, I encouraged Paul Rudd to get off my couch and go to New York. Oh, yeah. I take, like take that. Credit. Take I credit. I like that. Man. See, I was going to say, if you, credit for if, it. if you are that person who texted in and he lived there for a week, I would send him a bill of a prorated month's rent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the money yeah. now to pay you I back. Just, I just go ahead and take credit. Like, I, it's me. I told him to get get off the couch and do something with his life. Yeah. And look what happened to him. I guarantee you that guy that texted in right now has probably said that one time or another to somebody. Yeah. You know, Paul Rudd slept on my couch for a week in college, so I told him to get off his ass and do something right. with his life. Now That's look right. at him. Now look at him. I said, you should follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, I told him. Exactly. Who's the most famous person to sleep on your couch? Your mom. Boom. Roasted. Wow. That's a good one. 913 <laughs> That's what it's for. The Jay Southland <laughs> Toe Service text line. <laughs> and if you say Binkley, that would be good, too. Who's the most famous person to sleep on your couch? Jay Binkley. I think D.A. was probably the most famous on my couch. On your couch? Yeah. National radio host now? Yeah. 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 There's many a night. Back when you were young and single and footloose and fancy free. Well, I was married. He was single, but he was, (laughs) yeah. Famous person to sleep on your couch, uh, Cooter. Uh, Cooter. And you can order those T-shirts right now. If you want an uh, Cooter T-shirt, you can get one. They're blue and red, and you can uh, send us a text to 913-586-7610, and B-Double sends you the link. That's our newest T-shirt right now. Get both of them. You got both of them, right? Yep, got both of them. <laughs> one day wear the blue, one day wear the red. I like it. Cooter. I appreciate that the uh, the NFL is just like your employer, just like every other employer, where uh, there's just plenty of people there that just don't, don't have a clue. <laughs> and they don't. Walk around this place, right? Yeah, they just don't really pay any attention probably care no idea about the inner workings just your every job every place right has this right sure (laughs) i gotta read this text my cousin slept on rick james's couch (laughs) there's juice all over the place Uh, So the NFL is just like your workplace. Sometimes they don't pay attention. Maybe there's still mail coming for someone that doesn't work there. Oh, God, yes, yeah. From the Nebraska Press Association. Uh, The money that that organization wastes on mail. So so J.J. Watt got a text message. This is Dylan on behalf of the NFL. You've been selected for the... HGH dry blood spot test. Please give me a call or shoot me a text when you can. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> the NFL texted JJ Watt about the drug test. <laughs> he is, of course, retired. Right. Or is he? 
Well, no, he I is. I think enough. JJ's done. He's had a lot going on, you know. So JJ screenshotted it and said, I don't know what happens when you click report junk, but I think I'm about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I do that a lot now with these texts, these spam texts that come in. My God. I just really thought that's just really like every other every other employer. The NFL's the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you got someone in the in the office there had no idea JJ's gone. No idea. No or idea. Ha- or has been gone. If you're in the NFL, though, how do you not know one of the most prominent players? I mean, it was a big deal when he retired. Everybody talked about it. It was a big deal. Probably not even a football fan. They just work in the lab. What was the guy's name? Dylan. 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 To which uh, A.J. Dylan (laughs) responded, this is not the way I wanted to meet. He he responded to J.J. JJ Watts. (laughs) That's really good. I like that. Pretending it was from him. Oh, that's funny. So he was, uh, yeah, he was asked to submit for a drug test. That's crazy. I don't work here anymore. Yeah. Well, we still need you to come to take this age. I, I, literally, I don't work here anymore. Yeah. 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 No, please come in. No, I don't work. I, but you, you understand, I don't work there anymore. Right. And is Dylan a bot or is he really somebody with the well, NFL? That's, uh, that's a valid question, too. If Dylan's follow-up text is, I can get you out of your timeshare. Right. Please text me back. Or would you be interested in selling your property? Mm-hmm. Would you text me back? You could be onto something. Dylan's got to be 25 years old, right? Yeah. Still living at home. Just brand new here in the drug office here yeah, at the NFL. That's right. Got his big gig. Yep. Very excited Graduated about it. Graduated college early out of the pharmaceutical department. Yep. Got himself a gig with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Doesn't watch football. Yeah. Very much a possibility. Somebody says, in the NFL's offense, J.J. supposedly didn't fill out the paperwork for retirement. That's all a formality. You don't need to because they're talking about it with Tom Brady right now. He has filled out the paperwork, but that's meaningless. Doesn't yeah. mean a thing. Yeah. If I were him, though, I might pee in a cup just see. J- I'll just mail it to him, yeah. I don't know. What have I been putting in my body? Let's find <laughs> yeah, out. Let's find out. I've, <laughs> I've been retired a couple of months. I probably did something I wasn't supposed probably to along the way. wasn't on the list. <laughs> Give it a shot. There's juice all over the place. Um, so the uh, the movie Cocaine Bear is out. If you've seen the trailer, I don't know if you've seen the movie. How seen could the you not? Was... You saw the Super Bowl. You saw the well, trailer. I didn't. No, I, didn't. I know you I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see it till afterwards. But the, uh, the, the trailer is borderline terrifying or hilarious. Still not sure which direction the movie is going, but. I think it's I think the, it's OK to say both. The the reaction, though, is just sometimes I just shake my head. At Marty McCary. Never heard of him. Twitter. Apparently a doctor. Disappointed to see Hollywood once again sensationalize cocaine use in the new film Cocaine Bear. Okay. Which entertains audiences, including children, by portraying cocaine as fun and funny. Okay. The cocaine epidemic is largely a demand-side problem that ruins lives, destroys families, orphans, children's children, lives or kills 25 thousand Americans per year okay. and finances deadly cartel activity. We should all be offended by entertainment that makes light of drugs that are ripping apart our country. You know what? I'm offended by that person. That offends me because uh, it's okay to have entertainment thank and you, laugh. To which this guy, I don't know his name. His name is Sam Adams, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Really good, yes. Um, Patriot and beer lover. He's the senior editor from for Boston. Slate, Slate Culture. <laughs> <laughs> Quote tweets that says, cocaine bear should show the bear alienating all its friends, letting precious moments with its children slip away while it chases one more high. (laughs) 
And then if you follow the <clears throat> the threat, the threat is just outstanding. Oh, just people, it's so good. People chiming in. Right. The movie should also show how the cocaine makes the bear's wiener small, <laughs> makes its nose bleed, makes its heart explode, and sucks all the money out of its bank. <laughs> Somebody else says cocaine bear should show the bear hitting rock bottom after relentless cocaine use, eating out of a dumpster. But then again, that's just how bears eat. Yes, that's, that's just bears. Why does everything have to be so serious? Like, again, this is social media. I have not heard one normal human being say to me, oh, my God, this is bad for the children. You know what? Don't show it to them. Don't, go, don't take them to see Cocaine Bear. I would, right. Don't yeah. take your kids to see Cocaine Bear. Right. Yeah. That's why we've rated movies for 100 years, right? Oh so, you, you know, who it's, you know, it's going towards. And if your kid asks, like, my kid came home yesterday, sixth grade. She goes, we learned about marijuana, tobacco, and cocaine today at school. I go, that sounds like a nice day of learning. And, and, and so we were, you know, having the conversation about that stuff. That's where you step it up and you be a parent. And you tell your kids just because you see it on TV doesn't mean it is something that you need to be doing. I mean, I still think there are some people like this person here who still believes that actors, actresses, and athletes are role models. And they're not. They're people. They're people. Yeah. And people do things. Yeah, and movies are choice. out there. And make they make your choices. choices. Be a parent. Step it up and tell your kids cocaine is bad. Yeah. So so just uh, look up Samuel. It's Samuel A. Adams. Uh-huh. At Sam Adams. Um. And just read the res- the responses are just so great. It's epically just awesome. People just just pile just pile on to this thing, and I, I was I was just cr- I was crying reading some of these I was to too. myself. It was I'm great. Like, this is just such a fantastic. Yeah, rebuttal. basically everybody told this person to go sit back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's a movie. It's a movie. Sir. Back off. Back off. Granted, based on a partially based on a true story, but it's still but a movie. It, it's still a it's still a film. I mean, God, we've gotten so a, far to the other direction, man. Time to talk to Bobby Witt Jr., Royal Superstar shortstop here on 610 Sports Radio, live down in Surprise, Arizona. And I think, Bobby, we got to start uh, kind of where everybody's still talking about. You were at the Super Bowl, man. What was your Super Bowl experience like being down there and uh, and seeing uh, the Chiefs win the championship? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, incredible time out there. I got to be with some of the guys. My dad got to go to the game and kind of witness that, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, being part of that and seeing your first real true Kansas City championship and celebration, I mean, we've talked to a lot of guys about this and heard over the years the Royals in 15 motivated the Chiefs. Does that does that add a little juice and excitement into you guys and motivate you guys to say, wow, look what can happen when we win a championship? Oh, yeah, no doubt. That's the, that's the number one thing is those motivation for sure, just – seeing what they've done the past few years and then now kind of trying to do it do it ourselves and so just really kind of being around them and then even just being around the fans at the Super Bowl and everything they're saying it was like this in 14 and 15 it just blew and so just really now it's even like just giving me kind of chills thinking about that trying to get that back yeah it was pretty cool I didn't get a chance to to uh to say hello to you but I saw you uh at the at the after party after the game while the Chiefs are kind of you know obviously partying in in this and I'm I saw you and Nikki and maybe there's a couple other guys who were there as well. And I thought, I kind of like that you guys experience almost like the behind the scenes that this could be something you would want to have happen to you. Did you feel that way when you were there? No doubt. Exactly. That's, that's We even talked about that. Like just with the, even the fans there just saying how it was better in 14-15. Like we want this back again. Like it was like even going to the Arrowhead and going to the game. They're like, yeah, at Kaufman it was louder, louder when we were in playoffs and everything. So just hearing that. 
from the fans and just getting that excitement. It's it really gets you going. All right, what what has to happen for you guys to get back to that level? Because that wasn't that long ago. I mean, obviously Salvi's still around and whatnot. He can tell you what it was like to be kind of part of that championship run from your seat. What is it going to take to get back to that level where you are? You guys are competing for championships. I think it's just everyone trusting their abilities because we have the talent, we have we have the guys, we have the pieces. And it's just going out there and doing your job and go out there and having fun and just trying to pile up wins. We're going out there and just trying to compete each and every day. We're putting in the work here in spring training, and I know all the guys did this off season. So we're really looking forward to this year and just kind of getting things going. What was I guess year one like for you? I would I would I would think it was a bit of a blur. It feels like it was like one of those moments like in your life like you're you're not married yet, but like you don't remember your wedding day and you don't you don't remember kind of like big events. I would imagine year one of of baseball could be that way. Was it was it for you? Uh, a little bit, but I try to take it all in cuz uh just try to take in every moment cuz you know you don't know how long you get these opportunities. So I really try to kind of just really live live in the moment and not try to get too worried about what's what's to come and I feel like at times I maybe did and that's whenever times kind of sped up a little bit, but playing this game you want to try to slow down as much as possible and take in and enjoy each and every day because you don't know how long you get get the opportunity like I said and just got to be go out there have fun and just take it in Bobby one of the I think one of the cool things about this season is going to be watching you play shortstop every day Mondi's moved on that's your position how, how different is it for you knowing hey there's nobody here to compete with this is my position I'm the starting shortstop for 162 this year going forward with this organization it just means that I got to put in the work just to try to stay there and do my job there. I just that's what I've kind of done this this off season, and now with our new infield coach Augie, we've been kind of really working working this year, just trying to get the little fundamentals fundamentals right, and just getting getting myself back back ready because I grew up playing shortstop, and I get I know I could play shortstop, so I just got to go out there and just do do my thing. You mentioned almost like it sounds like to me anyway that you're like when you think too much, you do get bogged down. Is that fair? No doubt. And so I'm guessing the short, shortstop bit that it seemed p- others were concerned about, you're like, well, I play this my whole life. It'll be it'll be fine. So the less you think, the better you perform, I guess, to a certain extent. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And I think that that's kind of my whole mantra when I'm up at the plate or I'm in the field, just try not to think too much. And sometimes I think I overthink things, and that's what kind of got me last year, I guess, in kind of a little a rut through defensively. I know that that's not – who I was or whatever. So I just got to go out there, be myself, trust the work I put in and go out and compete. And and so uh, I'll just say this to you, the, the way that you're talking very much on the same page with me. I told Nick Prado last year, see ball, hit ball. And for two weeks he went on a heater, man. And, and he was, he was, he was hitting, two weeks of coaching and, and, yeah. and it worked. And then he went back to thinking and then, you know, didn't do as well as just see ball, hit ball. So I'm going to tell you the same thing. See ball, hit ball, see ball, field ball, grab ball, throw ball. Like, I mean, I, I think at times, Bobby, like like baseball throws so many numbers at you, you feel like you're in Calc 4 at, at Harvard. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And you just got to go out there and play the game. Can't worry about all that stuff. And, yeah, it's in the, it's in the stats and whatever, all these numbers and everything. You just got to go out there, watch the game, play the game, and have fun. And so I, I don't really kind of focus on any of those that stuff. So I just got to go compete play 110 percent and then whatever happens happens now that, See, we, that's we, we all got into yeah. sports so we'd have to do math right right, right? Hey, we just want to play sports and then all of a sudden <laughs> baseball has turned in like i said calc four and it's like a beautiful mind out there and if you follow all of this and then when I was maybe here. you can hit yeah. 270 i mean it, it's 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 really just like bizarre to me how you want to take a game that's hard enough 
and compound it and make it harder? Because I could imagine with all that information, you're at, you're at the plate and you're like, okay, now it's a one, one count. What did they tell me he's going to throw? And like, you're just killing yourself up there by thinking. Yeah, exactly. You put in, you start, you start thinking you're done. And so you just got to go up there with a clear mind and just kind of compete. You, you put in the work, you know what they have. And when you're at the plate and everything, you just can't, can't really get some guys like it. Some guys don't. You just got to find that, that even, even kill part of it and just be, be yourself up there and just go out there and compete. One day when I'm commissioner of baseball, I am going to demand that they do away with all analytic departments, take it all away, and let's get back to the basics of baseball. Would you be okay if they got rid of analytics in baseball right now? There's things that, that I think really help that in a way too, but it's just bits and pieces. Every guy's different, so they kind of pick and choose what they need. And so I just think that you just got to have what you need to get yourself ready for the game and just because every, every player is different. That's what's so cool about this game. Well, one of the cool things we're going to see this year, not only you playing shortstop, but the full powder blues are coming back. How excited do guys get when they see these new uniforms and combinations and stuff that you guys get to wear? Oh, yeah, it's awesome. The guys love it. They're, they're so excited, and I think that it's really cool even just talking about talking with uh, George Brett about it. He's like, yeah, this is what I used to wear and stuff, this and that. So it's pretty cool just to kind of do that. Yeah, I know the fans are excited George might still it. be wearing the same one. I don't know. <laughs> Did they give him a new one, or is he, is he, is he Yeah, I think they gave him a new okay, one because he was talking about his pants were tight enough or something. So, <laughs> Have you had odd conversations with George? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's in here. He's a great guy, just – it's George being George. So. Right. What are some of the uh, some of the conversations you guys have had? Just with with baseball, just talking about you know how he was just put the ball in play and let things happen. So that's that's something that I kind of want to do more. Maybe struck out more than I wanted to last year or whatever. But I can't really worry about that. But just just that those type of things, and he'll shoot you straight. Oh, you struck out this many times. Oh, you did this or. Whatever it is, if you do something wrong, he'll be the first one to tell you that you did it wrong. Yeah, no, and, and so I think that's it's the person you need. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great to have a guy like that, right? I mean, obviously, your dad played in the same era as George, so I mean, you look at George Brady, like, wow, that guy's that guy's a Hall of Famer, and my dad knows who that guy is. A lot of people may not know who George is because you know he's getting older and everybody else is getting younger around here when it comes to the game of baseball. But I mean, having him as a resource, you're right, because he's not going to sit there and mince words, man. He's just going to shoot you straight. Yeah, no doubt, and it's it's great to have that. That's that's the stuff I like, because that's the only way you learn. You learn through failure. You learn through those things, and someone's got to be accountable for you. And you get and if you're not accountable for yourself, Bobby Witt Jr. with us here on six ten Sports Radio. I, I kind of look at you as kind of like the Mahomes of the Royals. How do you become the Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Royals? I just got to keep doing my job, and we got to start winning. And I think that everything kind of lines in place when you start winning. And then I think that all the guys in the clubhouse are ready for that um it's not fun when we lost however many 97 games last year so it's tough going back into the clubhouse after you lose a game that many times so it's really it's really motivation to kind of get get things going and putting in the work and i know all the guys did and we're really we're ready and i think it's going to be a fun year we talked to brad keller on the show yesterday he was uh very much in uh in wedding season uh, in the offseason, I think he had like four different weddings he was in um it sounds like everybody had a great time at brady singer's wedding Oh yeah, it was a great time just being able to. It's always great to whenever you're in the off season and you get get to see all the guys again. Um, did you cannonball in the pool? Is that what we understand? Yes, yes, yeah. So everyone was kind of jumping in the pool. So I was like, thought might as well do it and just just have fun while you can. Yeah, but see, like me, I'm a fat kid, and I used to cannonball to get everybody else wet. And so you're too thin to get everybody else yeah, you wet. Splash did, did you get a good splash? Think. Did you get anybody soaked? Uh, maybe just myself. Uh, yeah. Not, nothing too crazy. Did you take your cell phone out before you did that? Yes, I did. Okay.
okay, good. The expensive like, shoes. Yeah, the expensive yeah, yeah, shoes. Yeah, I mean, whatever else you had to, you know, get rid of out oh, there. Yeah. Um, so when, when, when you look at where this organization is headed right now, you've got a new manager in place. A lot of people have talked about kind of a, a breath of fresh air, if you will. What has Q meant for you already? What have you taken away from his approach? Uh, just the way he's kind of just the communi- like communication we've had with just talking about. We know um, just kind of our schedule. Just He's asking us questions. He's asked, what do we need? What What do you think we need to do better? This and that. So he's asking the players question and asking a guy, me, who has one year service time, what do I think that we need to do? And so it's pretty cool just to kind of hear that and just know that this is our team. This is our team now to try to try to try to take over with. And so um, it's, it's great to have a guy like that. And he's been great. He's been awesome just to – Always in a great mood and just being around the guys. I think a lot of the guys love them. So. Bobby Jr. joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. is at the top of the lineup today when the Royals well, the take on the Rangers. Out. The Royals yes. out. Bobby yes. Jr. at the top of the lineup. Uh, hopefully he knew that. Uh, 2.05 start time right here on 610 Sports Radio. Not only getting ready for the uh, for the Royals, but your, your thoughts on being uh, part of the World Baseball Classic. Oh, yeah. It's an unbelievable opportunity just to be around those guys and just be on that team representing the country. I got to do it on the 18U national team, and there's no no other feeling than that. And so, just seeing the guys how they're they're motivated to try to win win it again is going to be really fun just to be a part of it. All right, you got your first spring training game of the year today. We're all going to make a determination on how the entire season goes by the first inning today. So you have to go out there and get like six As hits in that say, first put inning. Put the ball in play. Put the ball in play. <laughs> right, right. How, what what do you look for in these spring training games? Um, you're just really like just trying to see pitches, just trying to. Get your timing right. Just get get ready as much as possible. Make it as game like it is a game, but make it as like the season as possible. But try not to, because I I feel, feel like at the beginning of the year or whatever, everything kind of speeds up a little bit. You just try to slow down the game as much as possible. That's what I'm I kind of try to do in spring training, live at bats, whatever it is. Just try to make things slow so whenever the the real games start, then then they're they're even even slower. Because I know this game it speeds up. It's one of the hardest games out there. So you just got to try to take bits and pieces, learn from it, and just keep moving on and keep getting better day by day. Have you caught the golf bug when you're not hit, hitting baseballs? Do you go, Are you a golfer? Uh, every once in a while, yeah. It's it's good just to kind of get out there, relax, and hang out with the guys. When you work out with Mahomes, do you look at him and go, my God, I can't do anything that you guys are doing right now? Like, he just impresses everybody, doesn't he? Yeah, well, I'm just because they're always in the playoffs and everything I've never, I never really crossed paths with them in the in the gym just because they're always playing and then our off seasons when they're playing and so vice versa well but just from what I've seen the video and everything it's pretty cool just to see how he works and working at the same spot that that I do Bobby, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Enjoy today's first game. And I tell you what, man, no matter what last season was like, we're always excited about the start of the baseball season. So yes, uh, bring uh, bring uh, bring some success to the uh, to the town this year, okay? No doubt. Thank you. Thanks, right. Bobby. Bobby Witt Jr. with us here on 610 Sports Radio. It was funny. So I did. I saw uh, so a little behind the scenes, the, the Chiefs had the after party after the game, mm-hmm. right? So everybody went back to the, the hotel lobby. Went back to the hotel lobby, basically, and – they had the concerts and what have you, and there's obviously con- Chiefs players and family members and whatever, and and uh, and all of a sudden I look and I'm like, I think that's Bobby Wood Jr. And then there was somebody else, and then there was there was uh, Nikki Lopez was the last one, and so I said, Hey, Nikki, 
I got his attention, you know. And Did you say you're so fine? No. He's, he spins around, and the mode of this party was everybody congratulating one another, even if you had nothing to do with the Super Bowl. Oh, God, yes. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like <laughs> yeah. congratulations. No, congratulations to you. Yeah. And so I go, hey, Mickey. And I, and I first thing I said to him was, congratulations. And then I, then I, then I was like, "Durr," <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I go, "Never mind," you know what I mean? And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "Well, how was you know how was the Super Bowl experience?" Right, and you know, yeah. how, how's you know how's how's Q? We got a chance to talk to him, you know, and kind of went into baseball talk. But my first, my first <laughs> thing today, because everybody was saying it, like everybody's wondering, about, "Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations!" Like, oh, yeah. you know, and <laughs> I've had people congratulate me. I'm like, I didn't do anything. And, and Nikki was great because he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then all of a sudden I realized what I said. I'm like, duh, what are you telling him? Congratulations. Don't. You know. Ask so what? But then At I that felt, point in time. But then I felt like, well, I don't want to say, I don't want to take it back. I want to say, well, what are you doing here? You haven't won anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. It, well, you can't take it back. <laughs> and congratulations. It was just funny. And I was like, congratulations. Well, it's maybe like, you were congratulating well, on, on getting thanks. married or yeah, having a yeah. good off. So you don't know. There's no. a lot of things I don't you know. could be it congratulating people It was, just, it was clearly for. about winning the Super Bowl, but it uh, had nothing to do with him. <laughs> well, if he would have said, I didn't do anything. No, I'm just congratulating you. are here. So, and congratulations on, on making almost, it to Arizona. I almost, yeah. It didn't say to Bobby <laughs> Wade because I didn't, I didn't get him stopped in time. But um, one team has a quarterback problem. We'll get to that next. Let's go in the morning. If Charlie Weiss were a baseball player, where would he play? He'd definitely ride the bullpen car in. <laughs> Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Thanks to Bobby Witt Jr. for dropping by. Get Royals Rangers today at 205. He'll be at the uh, top of the lineup today for the Royals and playing shortstop. I thought a great. Are we going to go game. through the lineup, Josh? We no, don't no, get no. to do this. No, not yet. No, we will uh, at nine, kind of. Okay. In a different, in a different fashion. All right. You didn't look at it, did you? I got the lineup. Don't look at the lineup. Oh, I, somebody. T- I, I, don't, don't I, 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 I have it. I haven't looked at it. Oh. Don't look at it. I, don't look at it. Alex, former intern Alex, you know, who now works for the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. He sent me the lineup. It's very small. I haven't opened it yet. He says okay. baseball is back, and it, it says lineup card submitted. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, don't look at it. All right. Because there'll be part of a quiz coming up in less than 10 minutes. Uh, but I loved what Bobby Witt said about, you heard him say, basically, when he struggled last year is when he got bogged down with thinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why? You, know? you guys mock me. Matheny was the worst about now, it. I think, too. He thought I was like undermining and, them or whatever. And I also like. I'm just here to help. That he's he's how I would want to be if I were a player. Hell yes. Which is, well, be really talented. But. Have a cool I'll, mustache I'll, and mullet. I'll use, I'll use some of these numbers you're throwing at me. But if you're throwing me too many. No, I, I actually do that really now. Like as part of like covering the chiefs or whatever, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. give me some of the numbers, not all the numbers. Cause yeah, all the numbers are just too much, right? Too many numbers. It's too much. I, I might need to rely on some of these or can put that in the back of my mind. But for the most part, it's keep it simple. Right. Right. Yeah. And when he kept it simple, he was good. When he started to overthink, he even said it affected his defense. He's like, right. You know, and I got to, got to thinking too much and I got, that's when the defensive lapses also happened. I think there's a, there is a fine line. I'm not anti-analytics. I think I think there's a bunch of it that can can be helpful. We have more information at our fingertips than we've ever had before. Sure, but sometimes we just have more 
too much information. Right. And, and, and I think part, you can become overloaded and sound like, yeah. to a certain extent, Bobby Witt had those moments last year. And, and that's where I am with it, too. Like, I, I look at the analytics. I'm like, oh, I'm sure there's probably some good things that may become of it. But we've become so over-reliant on it, Josh, where everything has to be, you know, you can't just go up there and swing at a pitch anymore. You have to come back to the dugout now and why you swang at that pitch. Well, that wasn't in the uh, the, the, the flux capacitor manual that tell you to swing at the vortex on that arc. What? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. You know, so you like justify everything in baseball, I feel like right now. And as we talked about yesterday with 14 teams with a below 240 team batting average last year, that's the wake up call baseball needs. To say, all right. I think we're doing too much here because when it's all said and done with Josh, um, you look at baseball players, football players, basketball players, they're more like us, right? They're just normal dudes, right? They're not mathematicians. They're not scientists, they're doctors. And I think at times we're asking people to try to do things that a, only like doctors can figure out and understand With and mathematicians the, can figure the out. The old and joke understand. is it's not rocket science. Yeah. If you wanted to get into rocket science, you can get into rocket science. Right. You could delve into whatever those numbers. You wanted to play sports. You wanted to play sports because you, you just didn't want to go out there and yeah. just wanted to, uh, you know, to have fun. And I think when you just fire this nonsense home about spin rate or whatever they throw out there. For me, that's taken the fun out of baseball, and I think it's done that for a lot of people. Like This goes back also to social media, too. Companies, corporations, people rely too much on what they see on social media and think that's the real world, right? Analytics has taken off on social media, so they think that's the majority of their fans are doing that. When I sit down to watch a baseball game and they're throwing all these numbers and launch angles and exit velos and all this stuff at me, I'm looking at that and go, who are you serving with that? Because I know the dad with two kids that's running around to soccer practice and dance lessons and trying to get dinner on the table. That guy's not paying attention that when he sits down and watch a baseball game, if he can because of the, the, you know, the Pally's deal, but sit down to consume baseball. And you're seeing all that kind of stuff. You feel like you're at a party that you weren't invited to and you don't belong there. And that's what baseball is doing to its fans by doing all this. And the more players we talk to kind of feel like us. They're like, just let me see the ball and hit the ball. And when we did that last year with Prado, I, I, I wasn't trying to undermine Mike Matheny. I was trying to help the process out and make these guys realize you're making this way too effing complicated. Just see the ball. And yeah, hit the I ball. mean, I think I think Witt's got a great approach about yeah. it with, it sounds like like take take some of the numbers right rely on your your talent and your training and everything you've done and there's a balance right and don't bog yourself down in 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 one that you right. might get stuck all right we might have a we might have a quarterback controversy brewing from a guy who's not even in the nfl just yet okay caleb williams probably going to be the number one pick in the 2024 nfl draft the usc quarterback yeah Probably at this stage, mm-hmm. he's he's the uh, the front runner. He was asked if he were to choose his NFL landing spot, where would it be? Is he not supposed to say where he wants to go? I mean, you, you could go with the, well, you know, whoever whoever uh, selects me, you know, I'll go there and I'll do the do my best and give him one hundred ten percent. Why be there for the team or whatever? Um, Somebody asked a question, he answered it. So he, he, people asked him, and I'm by Pe- people, I people, I mean by actual people like magazine. the magazine oh the, the magazine, magazine. Yeah, the <laughs> <magazine>. <laughs> i was trying to trick you on yeah. that one because we always say people what people right actual uh, people the magazine yes um and he said i like to be around younger coaches i'd probably go to the dolphins that's a great answer i would also be able to play with tyree kill jalen waddle mike jacecki the defense isn't bad that's probably my number one spot i also like the colors <laughs> 
The colors are pretty cool and the weather's good. What's his answer? You tell me uniforms don't make a difference. I know. Uniform for years in Bobby college. Witt just said how cool it was to go back yeah. to the full powder oh, blues. Yeah. When are the Chiefs going to do something fun? We've we, we've heard it in college for years. You know, you have that random guy who only selected the school because his color right. was green or whatever, yeah. and he didn't like blue or whatever. So I guess there's no point of like the Raiders tanking or whatever. I mean, Caleb Williams wants to be a Dolphin. Well, I think what we and have then, here is an Eli Manning situation where you now, can draft him, but you better trade him to the Dolphins. Now the uh, the Dolphins better decide if Tua is their guy or not. If they want to wait, try to get uh, try to get Caleb Williams next year. What would you do? He wants to be a I'm John Quinones. You're you. What would you do in this situation? If you're the Dolphins, what do you do? Well, there's no guarantee you're going to get to one. No, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I, you got to go out without, there and win. without stinking. You, you got to so. go out there and try to win. You you cannot because look, the shelf life for these co- these coaches and whatnot, they don't care about Caleb Williams right now. They really don't because uh, the the coach down in Miami, Mike McCarthy or whatever his name is down there, um, he he's looking at it going, if I don't win, I'm going to be out. It doesn't matter. Like that's why I think this whole like let tank for this guy or suck for luck and all that kind of stuff, you'll never get players and, and coaches to do that because they aren't there for the long haul. And what do they care if you get Caleb Williams and you fire me? Well, I don't care about that. So I think you're never going to truly see that from players or coaches. You, management may want to, <clears throat> Miami, uh, but you, I don't think you're ever going to see coaches and players carry it, that out because that's their legacies, that's their careers, that's their livelihoods. So, in all likelihood, Caleb Williams is going to go to a cold weather city with an old coach and ugly uniforms. Right. So, I don't know where he's going to end up. You you decide. You make the call on uh, on that one. So, I guess it's Cleveland. Cleveland, yes. <laughs> He'll be actually taking over for Deshaun Watson. What if he gets drafted by Cleveland? You think he wants to go there, though? I mean, God. No. What a dump. I, well, I think they're also locked in their quarterback, so probably bad example. I mean, Cleveland gets excited for a special teams coach. Detroit. He's Those are great a, uniforms, I guess he's not, so. an old, he's not an old coach yet, either. Anyway, but but what is he saying? He doesn't want to play for Andy Reid. A uh, young young coach, dynamic, so dynamic, uh, you know, skill guys, and uh, good weather and cool uniforms. So if so. Nagy was the head coach right now, which he will be once Andy retires, do you think he'd want to come here because Nagy's well, younger? Caleb I mean, Williams won't be an option in twenty twenty. I, I I know, really no, matter. no, no. I, I understand, but like he he likes the younger coach. Uh, Pete Carroll, Andy Reid are the two best coaches running right now, arguably in the NFL. Well, weather in Seattle be a problem. And he might not like lime green. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. Uh, the the season is upon us. We have Royals baseball this afternoon. I guess it's best we maybe start to learn some of these players. We'll do that next. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.